Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Was it too loud? Did, did you have feedback? Were the musicians too loud? Could you not hear the pastor? Well, we're here to help you with that. We provide audio solutions for all of your spiritual gatherings. So let's learn something today, all right? Let's go. Yes. 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 Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor. Yes, I am the pastor, Caleb Winnie. How you guys doing? What's and going on out there? It's got to be tighter, right? Pastor, pastor Caleb Winley. That's what I need. <laughs> so right, we're going to do this again? Ca- no, we're not. We're not going to do this again. He's going to do this on show 21. You're going to get this right. <laughs> but this is episode just, number 20. 20 so that's welcome right. to episode number 20. Zero. First of all, I want to thank all of my, all of the CSP fam. Those yeah. of you who, who download, who visit, who play it. Appreciate, we appreciate it. We do this for you. The numbers are constantly climbing, which means that you're sharing it with people. And I'm asking yes. you to continue to do that. So I'm asking you to do three things for us. The first thing is share. If you've already yep. done that, thank you. The second thing is subscribe. If you've done that, yeah. thank you. Third thing is whatever platform you're on, leave a comment. Yeah. It helps leave with our numbers comment. and it helps us boost and makes us get to more people and allows us to get to have more influence. So Help us do that. And we really appreciate that. We want to thank yeah. you in advance. Today's topic, before before we get to today's topic, let's thank our, thank our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, the hottest podcast studio in New York City. If you, if, you, if you need a quality recording, audio, video, live streaming, they can definitely yep. help you out. Hit them up, metropodcaststudio.com, and they'll fill you in all their services, post-production. Absolutely. They got it covered. So, today's topic Episode number 20, brother. Episode number 20, man. This is incredible. Episode number episode number 20 is 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 (laughs) why am I drawing a blank? Why are you drawing a blank? Y'all gotta forgive me. Building the A V ministry. Oh my gosh. And I was about to say building an A V team. Same difference. But Same thing. They're building yeah, yeah, the AV yeah. team, the AV ministry. Um, <sighs> this is near and dear to our hearts um, because yes. we've been entrenched in this for such a long time. Yeah. And, so. you know, today, today is, you know, on the day that we're recording the show, uh, you're hearing this, it's not the day we recorded it, but this is a somber, happy day for me. The day would have been my mother's birthday. Oh, wow. Today, and I was apprehensive about doing the show, but my mom was such a strong warrior in the Lord. Um, she would have told me, like, I don't know what your problem is, boy, but you <laughs> get on that mic and do what the Lord told you to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep moving His agenda forward. Is it getting the message to the people? That's it. So That's this it. is happy birthday to my mom. Yeah, I love you and I miss you. Um, it's been one year since I've lost her. Um, so, hey, this is a happy, sad day for me, but I'm glad I'm here with my brother, being yeah. able to spread the word, um, get it out, get it out to, to the masses. So, when we talk about AV mystery or AV as a team, the definition of team is a group of players 
forming one side in the competitive game or sport, all people who come together as a team for achieve to achieve a common goal, which is which is what I believe AV Ministry is. It is. It is. Yep. So, those of you who don't know, you will know. Shameless plug day. Shameless plug day. Shameless plug day. Shameless plug day. Those of you who are those of you who are viewing the podcast on on YouTube, you're seeing the cover to the second book of the B second installment. Second installment of the B Invisible series, not yet released. But we're gonna speak on some of the things inside the book. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Shameless shameless plug. No, no shame in my game. Um, the Lord birthed it. The Lord birthed it, and I'm about to give birth to it. So, the invisible series. But we're gonna speak. The crazy thing is that when we came up with the topic, I didn't have any notes. I had a long day, and yeah, I said, "Wait a minute, I got a whole chapter on this." Gonna so, pull from the chapter. So my brother was like, "You got notes?" I, said, I sure do. <laughs> I, 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 sure, I hope you got notes, brother. <laughs> I got but, I, notes. but I sure do. <laughs> so before we get started, with those man. of our new listeners and um, listeners, the people, somebody approached me and asked me what was a favorite portion of our show, and I shared with them it would probably have to be what we're about to do now. Let's get into. Sunday school. Okay, class, it's time. Time for Sunday no, school. I don't want to go. Come on, go. Come on, come on. That's it. That's it. And again, yours truly, Pastor Caleb. This is on me. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, my brother, I got three hot topics. Got my three hot keys, my three hot points. So, I'm going to drop it on you. You let me know which one you feel. The Lord is choosing. At your point. You got your point. Got my points, brother. Okay. And so the first point is drop the mic. Drop the mic. The mic. The second point is pants too tight. Hug it. Hug it. I can see your uterus, you know, stuff like that. Oh, Lord. (laughs) The third point is lost in worship. Austin worship. Pants too tight. Yeah, no, that a, that's a hot bed. You sure? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm number two. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it holy. Okay. I'm gonna keep it holy, and I'm gonna go with lost in worship for fifteen. Okay. Lost in worship for fifteen. All right. So this is how you're not gonna uh, expose anybody. But uh, we had we a, an undisclosed location. Yeah, un- un- undisclosed location with some okay. undisclosed people. Uh, <laughs> you know, so we were preparing ourselves for our service every morning. We get ourselves together um, in this church and we're like helping the individuals just kind of get together and moving forward. Uh, you know, they're doing all their tests, they're running all their lines, doing all their line checks, and now they're doing sound check. And now we now the praise and worship has come up and they begin to, they've done their first song, their fast song, trying to make sure everything is working, they can hear themselves, all that, all the things that AVs do. And and we do this as a team, shameless plug. But anyway, so 
as we're now moved on into the worship part, the worship leader, you know, kind of gets lost in worship. And I, I don't, I'm not a person that does, I don't have a problem with that. I get lost in worship. I love God and all that. But when it's a time to just do a sound check, that's not the moment to get <laughs> lost. That's the moment that you stay very clearly found. So with this particular ministry, they do openers and closes and stuff like that. So just to kind of set a tone before the service begins. And so this brother, we finished sound check. The music has stopped. A song has been put on and he is still on the pulpit. Lost in worship. Lost, like lost in space. Danger, danger. Lost, lost. <laughs> Absolutely. Lord, and so, find me. So I'm, I'm saying to myself, uh, you guys about to get ready to do your opener, aren't you? And there's a, oh wow. That's how long, it's been about 10 minutes, his brother's just, he going in. You know, sometimes you look, you go, wow, he's just, he just the, let the Lord use you. You know, just, just let deep. God touch you. Just God so is deep. doing something with you. Deep down. And, and all, that, all that wonderful stuff that we say, but it's getting close to time to, to get stuff started, to get the, to get the ball rolling. So they do something which they, they, which they normally don't do. They do a countdown. They put a countdown in front of him and a countdown behind him. To sort, sort of the cue this individual who is standing up there with his eyes absolutely glued shut and his mind in the heavens. And the count starts and the count finishes and he's still up there. Wow. And so now I'm looking at them like uh, the next step is playing the opener, guys. We, you know, come on. If you up, well, maybe if he plays the opener, he'll jump down. They turn the lights down, they hit the opener. The opener's going, it's not worshipy, it's words, they're talking, you know, this is our church, and this brother is still in the middle of the pulpit. Lost in worship. Lost. Lost. Let this be a lesson to everyone that is listening to the sound of my voice or watching my face. Don't get lost (laughs) before the service, okay? (laughs) So this brother... Literally, I have to go. Well, if none of you guys are gonna go, I'm gonna and embarrassingly wow. usher him off the pool. And so, wow. you know, we we got to be very careful. Um, I believe that we serve a God that is a God of order. Yes. Uh, if there's an order of service for your service, yes. And yes. every department needs to have and understand that order of service, but also. Um, honor that order of service as mm. we are preparing an atmosphere, not for ourselves. I mean, yes, we are to get something, but for somebody else. There's somebody coming from the streets. Somebody's mm. coming from a bad situation and that mm. right there right. can be the one distraction that takes right. them off. Because guess what? Just another shameless plug. He was not invisible, brother. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was right yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm gonna do my thing. Yo, dude, I got I got one. Oh yes, come I, on. I, 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 I could tag team on you. Come on, let's do okay, this. Okay, so I'm I am directing a music video. And hey. we're at a church and I'm kind of doing a, a band shot. 
band shot with it was a it was a rapper, rapper and a singer. Um, in fact, I sent it to you. I don't think I, I don't think you've seen this. Okay. Um, and he is um, I can't say his name because then they won't know. <laughs> All right, so we were in the middle of doing the music video, and the lead singer, who's in this, who's in this, who's in the music video, decides he's gonna worship in the middle of doing the music video, like singing, like full tote. Oh wow! The only person that was saved in the room was me, <laughs> the singer, and the rapper. And the drummer. The rest of the band were people that we brought in who were not Christians. Oh. They didn't understand what was going on. They were like. <laughs> they, didn't, they had no idea. This dude was like, yeah, bo -lo -lo -lo. oh, oh. They was deer in headlights. <laughs> it was deer. I'm looking at him like, okay, dude, we're working. Like, we're working. I just had to get that out. This ain't that. This is this is a work environment, man. I understand. Exactly. We're, we're praising God inside yeah. the work too, but broke out and, and praise and worship in the middle of a music video. Oh my gosh. Eating no. up moments, time. Eating moments in time, you know? That's it's got crazy. gear everywhere. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, bro. all right. So, building a AV team, like where yep. should one start, and where, what do you think? Um, what's the starting it's, point? It's funny, I you know, being you know running our AV team, I've always been the um, the type of individual. I, I start, I start with God. I first, you know, um, I find uh, people that that have a that have an edge or have an ear for music have a level of discipline as well as have a major major love for god um if they don't love god they're really not going to do me any good at all and so um when before our circumstance you know everybody knows our circumstance with covid and we own a, a limited amount of people you know, when new people came into the building and new people joined and they gave them a right hand to fellowship or whatever they, whatever you call it, I was the first individual to meet them at the door. What's up? Where you want to go? What, what, what? I, I need people in media. But throughout that whole time, I was watching them. I was seeing where their heart was. I was seeing if they were servants. I was seeing if they had um, a mind. Because not everybody that comes into, which, I, which I've come to understand, if I look for the technical dude to show up, that's, that's a one in a million chance. That's not gonna always happen. I look for people who really have a heart for God and um, are committed to the ministry and committed to, you know, to give their heart and to do that. And that's just, just me, that's how I do it. So so, what, what, so, so so that's why you call me one in a million? Is that why you named me uh, that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, It, it it's, it's like a, like a, a unicorn, bro. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> For real. You know what? When I when I look at God, direction, blah blah blah. Great. I look at it in another way as well. I look at 
what position do I need filled? What position do I need filled? And why do I need them filled? And is this department expanding? Okay, that's good. And am I preparing my team for expansion in the area? Right. So then my prayer changes. My prayer changes to, all right, God, send me a person for this position because I don't just need a person. I need this person. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I always turn to God with specifics. Like, okay, we need an engineer. Gotcha. We need, you know, we really need, you know, in the music ministry. Like, if the music ministry is not praying for people to show up, then they're going to be stuck playing for if you're not saying you, we, need, we need a bass player, we need a guitar player, we need a guitarist, right. uh, and you know, and, and and then when you when you because I've dealt with big, bigger min, ministries, I understand how that happens because when you're dealing with bigger ministries, what happens is your time comes more indated, which means they have to put a a a line item or a salary attached to certain positions not every position okay. but certain positions now sure, sure. inside of those salary positions there are volunteer positions right, exactly. part-time positions if you have an all volunteer staff then you have to look at okay who's in the building right you know maybe it's not in the building yeah Maybe it's not in the building. So then what do you do? All right, God, what do we do? Like, how, did, how does that work? Um, it's funny, though, coming from, well, see, now, if I take it back to the church I was with prior, we, pulled, we, we were the same, we were the type of church, like, okay, if we need, need a basis or we need somebody that's going to come in and do organ, if we had to hire somebody, we hired them. You know what I'm saying? If we needed an audio guy or we needed cameras uh, or, you know, we would hire them. In this, in the place that I'm at now, we've been trained. Um, the heart of the pastor is, okay, well, God's going to supply, but he also is going to instruct and equip anybody. He can, he can do that with anybody. And so it was kind of hard when I first got here because I was like, well, you ain't got the goods and you don't have it. And I, you know, and I found myself, I found myself doing that. But then when I, after going through, you know, kind of being at the ministry for a minute, I kind of, you kind of shift, you change, you know? So for me, it, where I'm at now, it's like, okay, we want people from our tribe. We want people um, that have our DNA. that kind of understand, I guess, because uh, their heart would be a lot more, not just, Fit or attached to the ministry, attached to the um, that the AV ministry, but attached to the church. Okay, so what do you say to that? You know, let's take it out of the personal realm, but let's go general. Okay. Can you name the positions that medium-sized church, say three hundred, say five hundred and down membership sure. a week? Sure. What would the staff look like if you had to if you had to say? If I had to say, I would say you would definitely need a engineer, paid engineer, uh, 
which you know that that paid part came through you. So <laughs> if I shot, I was, I, I was Honda. not that much. Hey, say it real fast. E D I E, say it real fast. Just say it real fast. You know, so I think the, I think one of the first positions. Yes, <laughs> is an engineer, an engineer that understands sound. Um, I think for where we are, um, there needs to be someone that can handle the, the, the audio. The, even I feel like an engineer sometimes doesn't necessarily need to be handling the recording portion. I think that he needs to focus in on if you got a, if you got a, a 300 seater church, you, you should have somebody that can give the engineer the ability, just like the pastor has the ability to focus in on just preaching the word. That engineer needs to be, my mind is looking, sitting, focused, making sure that the sound, nothing goes wrong with the sound. That's a that's a nice soliloquy, soliloquy, but yes. however. I, I, bro, you know, I know. So you know, I know we was doing we was engineering with we had one hand on the board, one hand on the recorder, one hand on the speaker, right. one hand. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so, so the that reality that will be a great scenario, right? right. However, nine times out of seven, nine times yeah. out of ten, I would say I'm going to I'm going to say eight times out of tens. I've I've been in that scenario where I just had to focus on front of house. But okay, eight times out of ten. I'm doing front of house. I'm doing all the monitor mixes. I'm doing all the in air feeds. Doing. I'm doing. I'm doing the recording. I'm doing the live stream. Sure, sure. So yeah. and the live stream. Wow. And the live stream. Well, you, so, but you're sending. You mean, in other words, you're sending, you're, or you're actually physically doing the live stream. You're mixing it. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, all right. You got to mix it. Sure, you just, sure. You know, it's got to sound. Good. You know, I just thought you was leaving the board and finding because now we've had to do that myself. When you leave the board and go work on Wirecast, leave the Wirecast and go switch the camera. Leave, you know what I'm saying? So I think that all of those areas definitely need to be manned. You know. Um, and so then I think, well, if I'm talking to if I'm talking to churches, I would probably say this: you have to identify mm-hmm. the area and the personnel. You have to identify right. it. Yeah. This is my optimum. This is my minimum. Then you have to communicate that to the leadership because what happens is you get false expectations about okay. something that you can't, it cannot physically be done. Right, right. It can't be accomplished. So right. then what happens is then without that information that you're, that you're giving to your leadership, they're expecting something that you can't deliver, but you're constantly saying you can deliver it, but you can't deliver it, and you're right. not delivering you're right. it. And right. now you have a now now you have frustration. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. frustration right. bleeds into other departments. It does you're right? So right. you have to be realistic with your leadership. This is what we need. The personnel we need. This is who we have. This is what we can do. If we do this, if we do it this way, it could be excellent. If you do it this way, if if you push me to do nine things, four are going to be excellent, five are going to be okay. Right, right. Because physically, it's not possible. Sure. Right. So you have to kind of lay out that stuff. You have to have those hard conversations, 
especially when you're built with leadership. Now, now when we go to dealing with the music ministry, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. They 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 have to define their personnel, but their personnel affects us. It affects exactly. the it affects the video and the audio team because yeah. why? Because now say say we get another say say another camera is brought into the uh, the the the, um, the, 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 the mix. Okay, right, right. Okay, and we say, okay, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do like a um a GoPro on the drum mm-hmm. kit. Okay, I got you. You know what I mean? We're gonna yeah. do one, we're gonna do two up on up on in the in the stage pit. Yeah. Okay. That changes your workload. One. Yeah. That changes now when you cut to that person, they have to they can't be filling around. Exactly. So there's, well, these are conversations yeah. you have to have about yeah. like you have to be on point when you're up there, it's on point. You gotta be on point. So all those things affect we all affect each other yeah we do you all affect each other you add musicians you add you may need to add more mixes you have more mixes people have different tastes yeah so inside of all of that building the team what i've learned is you have to look at people not like pieces but as personalities Okay. And how you can gel them together, or how who who you could put with who. Like for instance, if if engineer A works really good with with with, with your stagehand D, say let's say say Bobby works good with Danny, but yeah. Charlie doesn't work good with Danny because Charlie's demeanor frustrates right. Danny. Right. I put Charlie with Danny. No, I put Charlie no. with Bobby. Because him and right. Bobby work really good together. I put Charlie with someone else that can handle his demeanor. Now, at the okay. same time, I'm working with Charlie to help him with his demeanor. Sure. I'm not cutting him off. I'm not right, shooting right, him right. in the head, but I'm going to work with him to show him this is how you do this. So this way, you can work with everybody, and everybody needs to want to work with you. Right. See what I'm saying? Funny, though. Yeah, but that's it's funny because what I've come into contact with is that you uh, or what I've seen over the years is that no matter you may kind of find try to find out who works well, but for the most part they're just jamming everybody together under the under the uh, the canopy that God will work it out. You know, the Holy Spirit lives in this person, and I'm not saying that that's not true, but I'm saying that. Uh, still have to take you're right we still have to take personality into that's that plays a major part of it and if yeah. these individuals are sparks are flying well i definitely can't put y'all in the same place you know doing the same thing or it don't even have to be sparks it don't even have to be sparks it could be right he doesn't get the best out of him right or her you know but when he when she uh, she works with this person their whole demeanor is different Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like as the leader, I think I think when it comes down to building teams, it's something I said in my book. The leader has to do one thing. And what do you think that one thing is? Other than lead? No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The leader got the lead. Yeah. Straight up and down. 
Yeah. Back to lead. Without the leader leading, you have chaos in the camp. Yeah, 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 of course. Because no one's pointing to nobody. No one's pointing up. Yep. You know, no one's pointing to, like, now nah, the whoever the dog is. Sure. You know, and that's what I call the leader. The leader has to be the dog. Right. Period. Not in a yeah. negative sense, in the sense no, that no, no. He, is, he or she is running the show. Yeah. And the answers and solutions come from this person because this person is direct contact with the leadership and it's his or her's responsibility. Yeah. So whatever that is, got to lead. And it's good because I think that what you're also saying is if my responsibility as the leader is to lead, then that means that I have to lead or IE what we tend to say is we have to pastor the team um, by their personality. Okay. I got, I, I know that I can't address uh, Giorgio the way I address uh, Gina, you know what I'm saying? I, and I have to understand all of these personality types, all of these um, mindsets and, and postures of heart that these individuals carry in order to help them all and help us all get to the same place and go in the same direction and, and win that particular Sunday or that particular service. Got to win. So now that we're in this whole, for the lack of a better word, that you don't like to use the new normal, <laughs> the visual aspect is, is become extremely important. Right? And I've been dealing with a lot of churches and what they've been doing is replacing their camera men with PTZ cameras. Okay. okay. Those who don't know what that is, pan, tilt, and zoom. Right, right. Pan, tilt, and zoom cameras, basically, um, they look like security cameras, but they, they, you know, they're high definition. Exactly. And, and, from the, and from the PTZ console, you can control pan, tilt, zoom. So you can get angles, you just place them wherever you want them. And right. so that kind of removes people on cameras in the sanctuary. Okay. Wow. Um, so they have PTZ cameras. They still have their main camera or maybe their main two cameras, but they have two P- PTZ cameras. The church I, I was in, I was mixed on um, first Baptist church in Hampton where I was the executive um, administrator there for AV. That's all they had was PTZ cameras. Wow. They had, three, awesome. they, had they had four PTZ cameras one facing the audience, okay. so you can get the crowd shot. Sure. You can get, they had two left, right, and one dead center. So, you know. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, so you know, I got a kid at the console on the PDZ camera. He just right. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's. Right. I'm like, I'm like, push in, and I could see, I could see the monitor. Yeah. And I'm telling yeah. him what to do. I push in camera two. Like, get a shot of the drummer. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Go in. I come out. Boom. He's wow. doing all. He he or she is doing it all. That's so that's a that's another way to look at it. So when you look at so that's that's what I mean by personnel. You can strip down your personnel with the equipment you choose. Yeah, yeah, this is true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can you can strip down your personnel until you get to the point where you can add personnel to more enhance. Now, since we're in this visual age. It's it's so important. It's so important. 
that your leadership be engaged in that aspect of it because it's the future. Yes. It's not even the future. It's now. It's now. It's now. Yeah, exactly. It's now. So when it comes to building a team, and you, you mentioned that you look for people who have a heart for God, have a heart for the ministry. How do you deal with a difficult team member? Well, when I first started this, I didn't deal with it too well. But now... <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually kicked somebody out, um, but um, and somebody had to go back and go get them. So um, when I have uh, difficult individuals, what I tend to do is I try to walk them through. I spend more time mentoring them. In other words, what I do is on the, the I've come to the ministry on certain days where we are not having service, or I would just have them come on a day when I went, at the particular time I was working at the ministry. I would just have them come and we would just sit down and just have like, take them through deliverance, just talk to them, just build a relationship, try to find out what's going on. Well, what's what's causing you to feel, what's causing you to respond the way you do and what, what can I do? Because it's funny, I had someone actually leave the ministry based upon a statement that was given to them or made to them by a disgruntled individual who I didn't know was disgruntled because they was always so sweet and beautiful and kind, but they, they said something to somebody and that person left the ministry. And that was how I found out that this individual had an issue uh, with bitterness and anger and all this other stuff. So what I did was I pulled them in and I just said, look, do me a favor, just sit with me. I'm not asking you to spend the whole time, but just spend an hour with me a day. Let's talk about what's going on and how we can navigate Maybe there's some books, maybe there's some scripture, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it takes, you know, just to kind of get them through that. And then I slowly re you know, reinsert them or I put them in places where they're not connected. A lot of people would find themselves, why am I doing lights all the time? Well, because there's nobody else over there with you. So, you know what I'm saying? Just to kind of get them connected and reconnected and refocused as well as get them in a place where they can hear the word. Right. That word can begin to work on you know what I found? I'll tell you a story. Um, back in 99, I was working in Sandmash Music Store. Okay. I was working in Sandmash Music Store. I think I told everyone, heard the story how I got the job. I think I told in the conferences. But it's not, it's, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so... I was there for about, so it had to be 2000. So I was there for about a year. Okay. And I went from like, you know, bottom of the totem pole salesman to like number number seven in the, in, in the company, 45 stores. Wow. So I'm selling, I'm doing, I'm doing a million five a year in sales on my feet. Wow. Right. What, what doing sales taught me was it's not about what you sell it's about what do you have to sell okay okay so okay. what i what i learned was it's about communication with the people sure. in adjoining departments so this is what i would do since you never know what's in stock ahead of time you can't sell what you don't have Okay. But since I worked in sales, I worked on commission. 
you don't sell nothing, you don't eat. Exactly. All right. So yeah. I'm number seven in I'm number seven in the in, in in the company. Number seven salesman. Right. This is how I did it. The guys in the in in the stock room. Every Saturday, I would buy them Burger King. <laughs> That's awesome. No one awesome. knew I did this. I would call downstairs and say, hey, what y'all want for Burger King? They give me the most outlandish order. I go get it. <laughs> bring it to them. Not, not, send right. them to, not, to, not send them to get it. I go no, buy good. it. Bring it to them. That's good. Yeah. Every Saturday. They're like, P, you ain't got to do that. Nah, 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 man. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. So you know what would happen? When something new would come in, they would go. Mm-hmm. P, you may want to come down to the basement. I get down to the basement. I know what's in stock before. Anybody knows what's in stock. And what I did was I had a book that I kept when people were looking for stuff that we didn't have. Okay, that that's was awesome. It was coming out. Dude, I had Pharrell, Timberland, Rockwilder, wow. Duro. Wow. You know, you name them. I had them. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, they were my peers, but I'm at a time when I'm like, dude, I'm not making no bread. I got to eat. I don't care. Right. I'm in the right, store right. working. But because I'm in here, y'all know I know what's up. Right. So when something would come in, I'm like, okay. I say, okay, cool. Don't put that in stock. Don't put this in stock. Put two of these to the side, one of these to the side. I get on the phone, I call, hey, yo. It was good. I got this, I got the new this, I got the new that. How many I got? One. I'll be right there. So by the time the day even started, I'm already I'm already at 7,000 for the day. Sure, yeah. Because and then once it comes into stock, it immediately leaves because they show up. Mm. They show up and it's not in inventory. No one can sell it. It's not an in inventory. Once they show up, <laughs> I call to the department. I call. All right, now I put it in inventory. <laughs> so yeah. I learned that and I took that same thing that I learned and I, I, I do it through my, every aspect of my life. Okay. The person who's a who's a who's a rung un, under me, I treat them like they're the king. Yeah. I treat them like they're better than me. Like sometimes, sometimes I wouldn't have money yeah. for myself to eat. I would feed them and not eat. Yeah. Because I knew they were important to my end result. Exactly. So I would treat them like I wanted to be treated. To this day, those those that stock staff. Still tells me that they still thank me to this very day. It's almost That's twenty dope. years ago. That's dope. So treat people how you want to be treated. So yeah. I remember when I was at Calvary Revival Church, they took the whole AV on a picnic. Wow! Just the AV team. Wow! Picnic. So I've learned like the teams that I that I that I ran. Yeah. I would take them out. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would feed them. Yep. You know, I'll do anything in my power. They, like, you need me for anything. Oh, yeah. You call me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, whatever it is, it's not too big, not too small. When you treat people like you want to be treated, they will run through a wall. Mm-hmm. For, and you're not doing it so they can oh, yeah. run through a wall for you. You're doing it because you genuinely love them and you genuinely want the best for them. Exactly. So, in building a team, when I say the leader has to lead, yeah. That's part of leading. So you got to go the extra mile. You have to. You have to. That's part of it. And to, be, to be honest with you, that's what Jesus taught us. To treat others better than ourselves and to make them feel like they're the most important person on the planet. Right. That's it. Right. That's it. Right. So leaders out there, I need you to do, I need you to do one thing. Mm-hmm. One thing. Make the, make the first thing first. And the first thing you got to do is lead. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you're not sure, get find someone, find an example. Exactly. Find an example because all leaders are not the same. Yeah. Yeah. We all lead differently. I'm I'm rough around the edges. Anybody knows me, they know that. Yeah. I'm the nicest guy in the world. I really am. I'm I, I do more talking on this on this thing than I do all day long. Because yes. generally I'm a quiet guy and I'm gonna tell y'all why. Because I, I I I cut my teeth on stage, I have a switch I, I push called the sweets button. Okay. So when I do the podcast, it's like I'm sweets. This is sweets the producer, yeah, yeah, yeah. entertainer. This ain't this ain't P at the crib. This is me. <laughs> this is me. This is me doing my sermon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? This is my portion of, of me giving. Now, once this is over, like I got the remote, I'm hardly talking. <laughs> yes, I have been there to confirm. <laughs> yeah, I'm hardly I'm hardly talking. So sure. it's, but I understand that about me. You have to understand what who you are exactly. as a leader. Yeah. So you can better define what you need in your department. Now, can you can you break down the different departments of an AV of an AV ministry team? Um now I can I'm gonna I'm gonna do it from ours. So the way ours is set up, um, basically you have your I have my audio audio visual department, which is pretty much they handle audio. Um, but then, like you said, they, they, they're also responsible to make sure that that sound comes down to our video department. In our video department, we, uh, you know, we work with Wirecast and all these other programs. From our, from our video department, or from, pretty much that's not even our video department, that's our streaming department. Our streaming department then connects to what we call announcements and pro presenter. Um, that's a whole other division and department all by itself. We put a Bible scriptures and all the other things. Uh, send off scriptures to our streaming. Um, we also move from there. Then we have our video department. This this is handling cameras, speaking to, uh, directing the camera people. Then we also then move from we move from there. We got lighting, and so we have that whole lighting department that that handles the lighting in the building. Um, one of the last departments that I tend to love is what I call production. They handle everything on the background. So 
producing DVDs, producing uh, the artwork, uh, production handles, duplication, they handle getting stuff to the bookstore, all, and they handle the bookstore. So there's like, there's a lot of, and that's just within our ministry. Um, I'm pretty sure there's some other that you know of as well, but I may have missed. So I'll let, I'll let you fill in the blanks. Well, you kind of you kind of touched touched on it. It's you say pro presenter, and you say that's like more. Um, does that does because I know sometimes pro presenter doesn't show up on the on your live stream, right? Right, but uh, it can. Even though it can, it, a yeah, lot of, a lot of people look at it as um, just in service. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. In service. So you have that what's going because 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 I think what people get misconstrued is that there there's what goes on the screen mm-hmm. and what goes in this live stream. Exactly. And sometimes, well, a lot of times, I say most times, what goes on the screen is probably your DVD. Exactly. Yep. Right. So what you see, yeah. what you witness in 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 the building is what's on your DVD. Yeah. Exactly. Which is on the screen. It's the same but different because the information slightly different. Slightly the, different yeah. The reason is because the information because you're you're talking to a different audience. So when you say right. stuff like if you can give online, you have mm-hmm. to have that information on there, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's not going to be in the sanctuary. No, no. You're saying so yeah. you have different you have different you have the same video feed but different. Um, lower thirds exactly exactly pro presenter things of that nature so you have all those things going on but they're the same but different same video feed yeah yeah different graphics exactly yeah so yeah. so you, yeah. you gotta look at it that way because in, 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 in that regard so yeah. I, re- I was I was tasked to start a bookstore in the church I worked in oh that's dope and it was the hardest thing. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. you gotta deal with point of sale. Yeah. And money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 purchasing books yep. and you know, seeing what moves and what doesn't move. And exactly. So yeah. in, in in this in this day and age that we're in, because I remember when I first got saved. DVDs, CDs was the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. How have you seen the sales go from the time you first um, started doing um, being, being the leader of an AV team to now? DVDs have only have shifted to where those diehard individuals purchase, but the we used to. I'm, just on a basic Sunday, I, I'd say we get we push out just a Sunday, twenty DVDs sold, bang, right off the box, right out the box, boom. Now we you be you might get one, might get one only because we're streaming. Yeah, we're streaming. Yeah, because you can go to YouTube exactly and get and watch what the I service. Was paying for, I can get it for free now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, or or people that don't know about YouTube, they just go to our website. And stream it. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. streaming has changed a lot of things uh, financially in that area because that's a uh, that was a, a stream of revenue. Now it's no now it's no longer a stream of revenue. Right, right. That, and, that's, and CDs. Yeah, yep. yeah. So how do 
you know, this is this is the whole thing because when you look at CDs and DVDs, you you buy them for like fifty cents each and you sell them for ten dollars. Yeah, exactly. Or five, whatever you charge, right? Sure, sure. The overhead is e- enormous. You know, it's it's enormous. Yeah. So now, see, it will, I'm going to give people a, a bit of a bit of history with. Um, what this is called? This is called mechanical royalties. It's in the music business. You explain what mechanical royalties is from before I go deep. Mechanical royalties are you take a product that is worth almost worthless and put art on it, and it becomes valuable. So what record labels do is if they say, "Okay, we have an album." or a CD that we're going to put out, we believe it's going to sell a million copies. Mm-hmm. And I have one song on that album. And say it's not even a single. And they press up a million copies. They owe me for that one song. If I owe, if I have part of that song, they owe me mechanical royalties for the song. There's, I believe it's 10 cents of mechanical royalties I believe so. Depending on who you are and what you did, yeah. If you wrote the song, you get more, right? Well, it depends on how you broke it up. You got, right, you got publishing right. and writing. You right. know, as a producer, you 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 own fifty percent of the song off rip. Ah, that's dope. Because you own twenty five percent of the public. Like the writers, the writers split up the rest. I I did the music. I own fifty percent of the publishing, and I own fifty percent of the writer. Y'all split up y'all fifty percent. That's dope. So. Then, so then, that's what the mechanical royalties are. Yeah, it's a, it's even if you don't have a hit, you, you even if you don't have a hit record on the record, you still get paid like it's yeah. a hit record. Okay, so you look at the revenue stream that's lost. That's a huge uh, conferences. Yeah, going to conferences oh, and really? having like <laughs> all of these different series and this and that. And, you listen to TV ministries now, they be yeah. like, oh, call in and get the DVD for the like, why am I calling to get a DVD? All I got to do is go to YouTube. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Copy, copy yeah. link, download, Yeah. then my yeah. phone. Yeah, and you're done. And you're done. done. So with that whole revenue stream being gone, a lot of churches are hurting because a lot of time that was paying staff at the bookstore. It was, it was, or that was, and it's, it's funny because that was, we were, that's how we were getting content. Like if for production, production was being fueled from what was being sold in the bookstore. Now that money had to come out of volunteers or from somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh yeah. You're right. right. You're right, bro. You're right. right. So the landscape of the whole ministry is changing this, in a, in a great deal because of technology, because of availability, and because of the device. The device. Because of the device, it changed everything. So if you had to if you had to give advice to a pastor right now that's struggling with his a audiovisual team, like what would you what would you say to him, him or her? Um, 
ultimately, I think I think we kind of covered it. I think the the greatest way to to deal with a struggling or to deal with with that that struggle is to get to know your people. Um, I, uh, uh, I I heard a, a message years ago, and it, it was something that really helped me. Uh, one of the guys said he said this thing. He said, "If you have pro- if you have issues in your team, you have to staff your weaknesses." What does that mean? That means that there's some weakness in the midst of your team. That actually may be you. Mm. You might be the weakness. And right. your relating to your team may be the cause for why things are. I think transparency is something that needs to take place. I think um, you being real and taking time and investing into that team is what's going to help them to move from that place of feeling stressed out and and, and whatever the, whatever is causing the uh, the commotion, I think that that's what you need to do. You got to you got to walk with them. You can't just be doling out instructions. They got to know that you're in the trenches with them. I think mm-hmm. that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I think that what people should kind of walk away with is like you need to understand what your team, what you want your team to look like. One. Mm-hmm. What do you want your team to operate as or like, you know, and define the roles? Yeah. You have to define them in a, in a granular sense, meaning that your the engineer does this on Sunday. Step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have to lay it out yeah. so there is no wiggle room like yeah they don't understand um what they're what they're supposed to do right i mean every department you should have you you should have an operations manager you should have job descriptions yep all those things should be in place which is going to be in the book the invisible make sure you get that (laughs) it's going to be all in there your job descriptions are going to be a whole layout of what you need It's, it's all there I think a lot of times that I heard this comment and I, I quoted it in my book. People pray for rain and deal with the mud. They want the blessings, but the blessings come with pressure. Come with people, come with problems. So if you're praying for this big ministry and I want to do understand you can't pray for rain if you can't deal with the mud. So, in parting, if you have any um, comments from the pastor, uh, no. <laughs> no, no comments from the pastor. I think I think we've said enough. I think we've said enough. Yes, Listen, sir. we enjoy sharing, sharing with you. Yeah, this is yeah. what I want y'all to do. If you have something that you want us to talk about, you want us to cover, that's good. Go to the website, Church Sound Podcast. Yeah. Go to the email link. Email us topic that you want us to cover and we'll even give you a shout out that you topic so call to action do that we got your back make sure you do that make sure you you tune in to the live ig yeah live ig yeah every single time every single time every other saturday we're on live ig the church sound podcast instagram account where we do ask us anything 
yeah. we're on there. We're talking live, so you can text in your questions. You can you can jump on and ask us live if you want. We'd love to see your face. We'd love to hear your questions. We're here to serve. Well, as in parting, as always, we say keep God first in everything you do. Everything. We'll see you next time. Church Down Podcast. Yeah, buddy. Let's go.